It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 21st, 2018. My name is Phil Prosmerich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. And the NBA season is officially back on. The All-Star break is over. And we are back into the NBA season. The Magic got together for the first practice. I'll have a quick report from practice there in just a moment. I'll also talk a little bit about the Magic's newest addition with Rashad Vaughn coming into the fold and play a little bit of sound from him as he met with the media. 10-day contract for Rashad Vaughn. So we'll talk a little bit about him and what he brings to the team. But before we get into all that, I want to remind everyone to check out the Locked On NBA podcast this week. This week, the show is being hosted by a different guest host every single day. So be sure to check that out and hear from some of the great hosts around the Locked On Podcast Network. You can, of course, find that on iTunes. Just search for Locked On NBA. And you can find that for any team in the NBA. You want to learn more about Thursday's opponent, the New York Knicks? Check out Locked On Knicks. And, of course, if you have not done so already, go back into the archives and check out some of the great episodes of the Orlando Magic Daily Podcast as well as the Locked On Magic Podcast. Last week, I talked to Keith Smith of Real GM. We chatted about the Magic's financial future, where they stand heading into the summer, and what to expect this offseason. And then check out Monday's episode uh, where I talked to Brendan Donahue of the NBA 2K League. NBA 2K League's final combine window is, I think, this week. I think it's today, actually. Uh, And so the NBA 2K League draft is coming up in March, and uh, things are going to get very, very exciting for that new venture in the NBA. But... Let's get to some real basketball now. The Orlando Magic back at practice. Everyone present and accounted for the All-Star break officially over. I think it ends at like 3 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, So a lot of late night practices. Magic practice at 5.30. And by all accounts, it was a spirited, good practice. Not, I don't think Coach did an incredibly taxing practice. Um, Just wanted to make sure everyone was in shape. Kind of get everyone back in the swing of things. It seemed like... 
everyone was in a very good mood. And they have good reason. As expected, the Magic are slowly, slowly, slowly getting healthy. And they're going to be a, a somewhat different team when they take the floor Thursday. And that's because the Magic are expected to get two very big players back. As, as one of the reporters joked, uh, about 17 points per game. Or it's about 35 points per game back into the lineup. Nikola Vucevic, who broke his hand December 23rd, is expected back Thursday for the first time uh, since he broke his hand. Aaron Gordon, who's been suffering, who's missed the last eight games with a strained hip flexor, also expected to be back in the fold for Thursday's game. And so Orlando's getting two very big pieces back into their into their collective uh, into their group this week on top of all that Jonathan Isaac has continued to do practice has continued to participate in practices full contact definitely still needs to get his wind up but it looks like he is on track to return very very soon the magic according to Frank Vogel plan to have him practice one more time with the team Wednesday and then they may send him over to Lakeland for a rehab for a rehab start on Friday or Saturday, and then he could be back probably, possibly before the road trip, before the big road trip, and and play uh, in the games that they have next week. They'll play Wednesday against Toronto at home, first game against Toronto this season, uh, and then Friday and Saturday at home against Detroit and Memphis. So uh, definitely, definitely, uh, the Magic are slowly getting back back to, to some full health, and that has everyone very, very excited for the final 25 games of the season. Yeah, I'm very eager. I think I, I won't really uh, feel it feel it until the actual game day as it gets closer. But uh, I'm really eager. It's been a long time. Uh, although I did start, try to stay positive throughout the whole process, I understand that it was just just needs to take time to heal. And I think the fact that I could I could actually do some stuff, run, lift, uh, do some one-handed stuff that helped me. Uh, you know, not think about it too much and the toughest was you know during games where I have to sit in a suit and watch the game and all that and, and I can't help but uh, I'm very eager so you know it's only two more days so I'm excited to be back with the guys and I help the team anyway I can. That's Magic Center Nikola Vucevic who again has been out since December 23rd will be very happy to have him back in the game and of course there's always little adjustments in the in the all-star break can 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 throw a little bit of uh, I wouldn't say a wrench but a little bit of a stop to, to any momentum. Uh, obviously, Magic didn't have any participants at the All-Star Weekend. Aaron Gordon was there. Um, so were a few other players, but many players took some vacation. Uh, Nikola Vucevic said he stayed in town to, to continue rehabbing and get ready for the games to start. But certainly there'll be a little bit of an adjustment that the Magic will have to go through as Aaron Gordon comes back, as Nikola Vucevic comes back. Vogel said that the Magic are going to have to reintegrate some post-offense. The Magic actually run the sixth fewest post attempts or post plays in the NBA this year, according to NBA.com's player tracking stats. And so that's going to probably bump up a little bit with Vucevic back in the lineup. And, and But ostensibly, too, it, playing with Marie Spates is simulating a little bit what the Magic can expect with Vucevic on the floor. So a little bit of that, too. Of course, the Magic are integrating a new player as well in Rashad Vaughn. We'll talk a little bit more about him later on in today's show. But it definitely felt like there was excitement to be back, that the team does feel a little bit refreshed and wants to make the most of these final 25 games. As the debate has continued to rage on with fans, and Mark Cuban made a statement suggesting that the Dallas Mavericks would certainly tank, uh, the Magic have seemed to have no intention of doing so. And 
you know, Vogel has continued on with his lines that it's important to build winning culture and build a winning habit and, and, and you know, kind of build momentum toward the end of the season. In fact, I asked him about it, you know, how much did the positive end of the season feed the beginning of this season? And that's a talking point that, the you know, I, I brought it up, but but he said, you know, that's something that we discussed as a staff. And while it's important to get guys back healthy and it's important to feel whole again and, and see what you really have because the Magic just, the Magic have faced injuries from game one. Aaron Gordon got hurt game one and it's been, it's been a long time since this team has been completely healthy and, and they probably won't ever be completely healthy, but it's been a long time since this, this group has really been able to, to show what it can do when it is fully functional, when it is fully out there. They might get that opportunity in the coming weeks, and the Magic certainly want to make the most of it. I want to, I want to continue to build a winning program. You know, these things take time. Um, they can be uh, derailed with setbacks. You know, with the injuries that we like we've had this year. But um, you know, the system development on the defensive end and the offensive system development has to continue to, to take place. We've got to build a culture, you know, which consists of winning habits. It's got to be. We have to be a, uh, have an extra pass culture here, and we got to have a rim protection mindset, which hasn't been good enough for us this year. Looking at our paint protection numbers and our defensive rebounding numbers, um, we got to build those habits. You know, so when these guys come back, uh, well, just we got to build those habits. As you remember, last year with Frank Vogel, he certainly is going to coach the team like he's trying to win, as he should. And the players, of course, are going to play to win as they should. The last 25 games, obviously, he does see the potential to grow something, to build something that can have some permanence, that that can last beyond this season. And, And I think that that's important to remember. While it is easy to go after the carrot that is a high lottery pick sometimes, and yes, that I think the Magic will still get a very good draft pick in this draft. None of that's gonna matter if the team isn't there to support that player and grow with him and and begin building the foundations that really the Magic didn't have beforehand or or didn't put quite the attention to that they needed to. So Orlando certainly getting healthy, has gotten the team excited, gotten the team going. They're certainly playing, they certainly were playing well heading into the All-Star break. As Aaron Gordon noted, really just watching this team, so many guys had stepped up. Mario Azonia had stepped up. DJ Augustin had stepped up. And really, the difference in some of these games was just executing down the stretch. I mean, you think about that Charlotte game, for instance. It just came down to executing down the stretch. Even the Chicago game came down to executing down the stretch. Inbounding the ball, for instance. That stuff matters, and that's the stuff the Magic, every player, and and the coaches certainly, want to see the team continue to grow from and move on from. Editorializing here for just a moment, this team's going to lose plenty of games, guys. I mean, last year was a positive end of the season. They finished 8-16. and 16. And really, to, to dispel this rumor too, this myth too, the Magic only lost one spot in the lottery because of that. And they were going to draft Jonathan Isaac anyway. They weren't taking Darren Fox. So, the Magic are trying to get as much as they can out of this final 25-game stretch of the season. And they are excited to attack the issue or attack the, the, the next stretch. It's going to be interesting, of course, as I mentioned on yesterday's podcast, 
how bunched up the lottery is. We're going to keep an eye on it, of course. We're going to be cognizant of it. But yeah, when we get to games, we're going to cover games like their games and like their games that the Magic are trying to win because they are trying to win them. And, and personally, I think that this is the correct approach for the Magic. This is the correct approach for the team with where they're at in their development curve. They need to start. They need to be trying to win games. I know the talent needs to be upgraded, but they need to be winning these games. They need to be going doing as much as they can to win games. And whatever shortcomings they have, they'll fix that in the summer. But for now. Back to work go the Magic, back to health go the Magic, and it does seem like we're going to get to see a fully functional, fully operational Magic team in the very near future. And I personally think that that should be very, very exciting. Before we meet the newest member of the Orlando Magic, I want to give a quick message to fantasy basketball fans. You've heard me talk about this site for the last few months weeks. I don't know how long we've had this running, but it deserves mention again because it is a really fun way to play daily fantasy basketball. It's called Draft. It's daily fantasy basketball, but not like the other guys. On Draft, you play a real live snake draft with other people just like in your season-long league, and I cannot recommend it more. It is absolutely a blast to play. Here's how it works. It's It's a daily fantasy game where you draft your team just like your daily fantasy league. You're just like your season-long fantasy league. You go into the room, there's a timer, you gotta pick Anthony Davis or LeBron James or Giannis Antetokounmpo. Can't have all three. You gotta pick one and you got 30 seconds to pick them. It gets tense in that draft room. But the best part is, once your lineup is set, there's no management. You just set it and forget it. Once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire draft will even take care of last-minute injuries for you. Drafts start every couple of minutes so you can join one right now. And the best part, you get real cash if you win. Well, it's digital at first. And then you, you know, put it in your PayPal account and then you take it out of the bank and then it's real cash. Drafts start from just $1 so there's a draft for everyone. No salary caps, no complicated formulas, no trying to figure out um, this guy would be good but everyone's going to take him. Not, none of that. You play in a real-life snake draft again, directly against other people that you see in the room. Well, not in the physical room, in the digital room. And just like you play with your friends in a season-long league, you get the bragging rights if you win. Come and join me on Draft today. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft in your app store and join a game in minutes. Or you can play right from your computer on Draft.com, whatever you want. For a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use my promo code LOMAGIC. That's right, play a real money game for free just for using my promo code LOMAGIC on your first deposit on Draft. We'll see you in the Draft Rooms. Again, that's Draft on your app store or Draft.com if you want to play on your desktop. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. 
Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Well, as promised, the Orlando Magic ended up did sign a player to a two-way contract. It was expected that the Magic would do this. It was expected that the Magic would uh, pursue... It was actually expected the Magic would pursue a point guard, but instead, Orlando has used its first 10-day contract of the year uh, on a shooting guard, uh, on a wing player. And an interesting player at that, a player who has not quite lived up to expectations, but is certainly someone that management has had a, at least a previous interest in. On Monday, on Tuesday, the Orlando Magic signed Rashad Vaughn to a 10-day deal. Vaughn has had a pretty, dis, uh, I would fairly say, a disappointing three-year career in the NBA. This season, he's played 23 total games, scoring a total of 59 points, shooting just 42% from the floor, but 37.1% from beyond the arc. In his three-year career, he is 82 for 263 from beyond the arc, a 31.2% three-point field goal percentage. He was traded from the Milwaukee Bucks to the Brooklyn Nets, and then from the Brooklyn Nets to the New Orleans Pelicans, where he was waived, and the Magic pretty much were interested right away. And part of the reason they might be interested is because John Hammond, the assist, the general manager of the Orlando Magic, was the general manager who drafted him in Milwaukee with the Milwaukee Bucks with the 17th overall pick in the 2015 NBA draft. When Vaughn was coming up out of UNLV, the the thing on him was he's a pretty length, lengthy defender, could be a good defender, but he was mostly known as a knockdown three-point shooter. He shot a fairly strong percentage in his time in college, 38.3% from beyond the arc. Most of his shots came from beyond the arc. 141 of his 328 field goal attempts in college came from three. He was a 2014 McDonald's All-American as well. But undoubtedly, Vaughn has struggled in the NBA, playing both the two and the three. He has struggled to get his shot going, you know, in a similar way that maybe Mario Azonia did. And so he comes to Orlando now on a 10-day contract looking to prove himself, looking to show that he can cut it in this league and getting a chance from the guy who gave him his first chance in the league. Um, I think, you know, just seizing the moment, man, and just being able to just, you know, play within the offense. Um, and, you know, just being a good teammate, man, that's – you just, that's just, you know, who I am. I'm, just, you know, that's just who I am. Just to get, I'm gonna get along with the guys and, you know, cheer, cheer them on and just be a great teammate. That's, I don't think that had anything to do with kind of, you know, standing out. I think, um, you know, when my opportunity comes on the floor, I think my player will be able to, you know, show um, that I should be here. On a 10-day contract, of course, opportunity is indeed hard to find. You're usually coming in off the end of the bench. Uh, there isn't a lot of time to play. I mean, just ask Jamel Artis. He's essentially only played uh, in garbage time minutes. And the Magic are a little crunched at the wing position, especially with Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac set to come back. Mario Zonia will probably slide in and play some three now. Wessa Wundu is now the emergency third point guard, but he is someone that's got to get playing time at the two and the three. 
Um, and, and and obviously, you've got Terrence Ross waiting in the wings to come back as well. If I were to guess, and, and, and I'm just guessing here, I would, I would suppose that they're going to give Rashad Vaughn minutes. You don't bring in a player uh, of his potential and his talent if you aren't looking to take a look at him. He may not get minutes necessarily Thursday, but he will get minutes and playing time before his 10-day contract is up. And I would suspect that he will replace Aaron Aflalo in the rotation, not Wessel Wundu, who's obviously an important part of the team's future now, um, or, you know, or whoever. So I think that there is the chance for some spot minutes from Vaughn, and he's got to take advantage of those minutes when he gets them. And he's got to take advantage of the practice time when he gets them. Already, Coach Vogel said he was impressed by Vaughn's shooting. That seems to be Vaughn's big NBA skill. But again, it's the one thing that hasn't popped up in his time in the NBA. That's something that I mentioned a lot with Mario Azonia again. You have to have an NBA skill. You have to have something that you can do at an NBA level and provide to your team consistently. That is big for any young player. And Vaughn has struggled with that. And obviously, he's kind of been discarded and and, and, you know put a little bit on the scrap heap because of that. That doesn't mean he still can't develop it, put him in the right system, give him the right looks, give him the right spacing, especially a shooter, a guy who can make shots. That changes the game. Vaughn is shooting very well from beyond the arc this year, and and I guarantee the Magic will be hoping that he can be a good floor spacer for the team moving forward or can continue to develop as a floor spacer. For now, it still seems like he's learning the offense. After practice, he was running through some dummy offense, um, essentially with with the other rookies, just running through the offense and and getting a feel for what the Magic are trying to do. Um, But overall, it's an interesting fit. This is a kid that is obviously very talented, only 21 years old, has a lot of potential, otherwise he wouldn't have been picked 17th, and obviously someone that John Hammond likes, someone that, that John Hammond still believes in, otherwise he wouldn't have brought him in a second time, or to a second team, essentially. But it is still on Vaughn, of course, to deliver. It is still on Vaughn to make the shots when they come, to take advantage of the opportunity when it comes. And that, of course, is the big trick to a 10-day contract. It is not easy to have a 10-day contract. It's very difficult, in fact. And Orlando and Orlando's going to give Vaughn some opportunity. But Rashad Vaughn's got to take advantage of it. And he seems like he's ready to do so. Got his batteries reset a little bit over the break. He was cut by the Pelicans just before the break. Knew the magic opportunity was coming to get it. So he got himself ready. And we'll see what he can do when he hits the floor for the first time in the Magic's number 20 uniform. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. The Atlanta Magic are back up and running as they head toward the final 25 games of the season. The All-Star break officially over. We'll have a complete preview of Thursday's game against 
the New York Knicks on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Magic. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device so that you can get that downloaded automatically into your uh, into your device, uh, into your podcast feed um, once it is done. I usually post them in, in the early morning so you can get them right when you wake up. You can, of course, follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com as well as follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. We'll have a lot more on Rashad Vaughn, a lot more on the Magic getting back to work and what to expect from the final 25 games of the season as well as plenty more as the season winds winds down, winds on, continues. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I will see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.